the talent how's Hello. everybody doing today feeling talented we had uh t-ball practice right now just before this and tomorrow we have soccer practice Hart's getting the hang of the baseball thing yeah is he the best one on the team does he call us home uh, <laughs> i mean he is but like it's just because of it he, he, if he was with his team from last year he wouldn't be the best one you know what i mean like have you taught him to rush the mound yet hmm. does he listen Maybe. to the out to get pumped up no, no. <laughs> Today we listen to microwave. Oh wait, we gotta edit that. We got to beep that out. Beep, yeah, beep uh, that one out. <laughs> Speaking of that, Zach, there's something I've been meaning to ask you. Oh yeah. Uh, hypothetically, where would I put this old dinner that was in my refrigerator if I wanted to eat it again? Um, you could use an oven. It's the best way to heat it up. Yeah, <laughs> probably a toaster. <laughs> well. If or I was, dry skillet. Or if I was if a plebeian, like a, what would yeah. I do with my leftover what if, pizza? What if we could like refrigerate, <laughs> like a reverse refrigerator, like that was hot, like a hot, a box that was hot. If I was it a heat pump. Shot out waves. <laughs> Me being the mouth breather, knuckle dragger yeah. that I am, where would I put my leftover pizza if I wanted to eat it again? You would put Zach, it. Zach, he really wants you to say microwave. <laughs> microwave. Much love. You are the only thing I You've been with me all the time so this album came out in 2016 and i don't have too much to say about this band it's kind of hard to get a ton of information um they're one of the few bands that have like that we've you know had on the podcast that have like a sentence on their wikipedia page but um yeah the wikipedia <laughs> was pretty sparse yeah which is actually kind of fun because you know it it does take away some of the research aspects of sometimes you just kind of get in there and like it it can like sour your opinion or just Mm -hmm. or color it you know or flavor it if you read too much into the background of the band so i kind of don't have too much of the the history of the band i just have kind of their music that i've been exposed to but um is this their most recent release no they actually have uh an album after this called death is a warm blanket um and then the album before this, which is essentially their first album, they had two EPs before that. Um, the first one was recommended to me on Spotify back in like 2014, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was okay. Listened to a couple of songs, nothing really stuck in the rotation. And then 
it Spotify like alerted me to a new album and I was like, uh, don't really want to check that one out. So it took me like a few months to actually get into listening to this after it came out in 2016. Um, but yeah, I remember just walking around campus, like going after going back to college and putting this on just to walk around and like, I had like an hour between classes. I had, like, yep. yeah, this is what happens when you sign up for classes late is like is you this get post NASA. No, this was, this was pre pre NASA. Yeah. I had like a, an 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. class and then like an 11 a.m. to noon class and then like a 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. class. So lots of gaps. Yeah. So I would just like sit in my car or walk around campus and listen to music. So this is one of those albums I put on. I thought it was funny that you were like, I'm going to pick a recent album. But then I was like, wait, this was still five years it's ago. It's so old. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, I don't think of 2016 as being that long ago. But right. Right. Was. I do have to keep thinking about like 2016 is not last year. Yeah. Like it was actually <laughs> five years ago. Yeah. Um, Quick aside. Sure. But something Zach said made me think of something that I was complaining about to Hannah today, but it's just a Spotify complaint. I love to complain and criticize about uh, criticize Spotify uh, whenever I have the opportunity. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now you have a platform to do that. Yeah. <laughs> on, um, technically on Spotify, <laughs> you get complained about they, I feel like <laughs> the thing you said about like, oh yeah, I listened to the album uh, or their first album and like it didn't really stick with me. And then Spotify alerted me to the second album. <laughs> I feel like Spotify is always showing me like this, like, thing on like the home screen that's like your favorite artist and it's like a band i listened to one time yeah six months ago it's like, <laughs> this is not one of my favorite artists why, why, i don't know why you think that like i've literally listened to this album one time like <laughs> it's that it's that machine learning those nested yeah. if if statements you know yeah yeah <laughs> anyway no i i do agree because it it was kind of the same thing where like i listened to this album that first album like Maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Maybe revisited a couple of songs. I've since gone back and really enjoyed the first album a lot more, by the way. So if you like this album, Stovall is pretty good. Um, we can get into the album after this later in the, in mm-hmm. the episode. Um, but I'll just go ahead and go with my roundtable. Um, obviously, I really like it because I picked it. But one of the things that made me really like this album is the... I would say it's like a big mature step from the previous album because I wouldn't really call this like if I'm if I'm like calling this a mature band I wouldn't really call them mature because they are very f- fun and like it's one of those albums that you listen to and you like listen to the lyrics and you're like you think back and like like at least for myself I think back on things I've tried to write and I'm like I literally can just write about whatever I want because the way that he's writing is so simplistic and like it, but he like gets his point across very well and, and I really enjoy that. But it, this album in 2016 reminded me of the album Hell or High Water by Acidies Burn, which is one of my favorite albums. And they, at that point, they'd been broken up for like six years with no future insight. And I was like, this is the closest I'm going to get to another <laughs> so one like of their albums. Scratching that itch for you. Yeah, they've since reunited and put out like an album that's really good. But like this was like the the time I was like, this is this is like my rebound band <laughs> from that. <laughs> yeah. So Zach, could you tell our listeners what this sounds like? Uh, yeah. What are they? That's true. We didn't. I didn't ask somebody to do that. I'll do it. So you um, have to do it. They're what is what is the term? I don't know. What do they sound like? It's one of those like they're just this wave emo post hardcore kind of um 
pop punk perhaps yeah i would i would actually use the term pop punk they they definitely have get that because of if not the music definitely the lyrics are a little pop punk mm-hmm. um not everywhere but um you know yeah i think what you said there just like kind of a, a agglomeration of all things fifth wave emo yeah it's <laughs> it really is but it is kind of yeah. cool because it but on the more pop punk side i agree with hannah yeah but it does kind of pull together a lot of uh different influences in that whole fifth wave thing where like mm. it's not a it's not an album that updating my genre what? tags and in, in foobar or <laughs> fifth wave emo fifth wave emo it's not an album that like sits on like this exact influencer this exact sound mm-hmm. for every song because there's a you know a couple of tracks kind of change up how they sound so crunchy guitars crunchy bass very very a lot well of clean guitars yeah actually a lot of a lot of good clean guitars a very clear sounding drum sound, which i uh, big fan of the drums in this album. So, does anyone else want to pop- pipe into this how this sounds? Or, nope. Another uh, kind of this is a snarky comment, but um, <laughs> another way I would describe their sound is that they sound like a pure noise band, which this album didn't come out <laughs> on pure noise, but they're on pure noise now. Um, what, what are some pure noise artists for someone who doesn't swim. know? Can't swim okay. the story yeah. so far. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. I can't remember the others right now, but those are the two I always think of. Yeah, I could I, I could definitely agree with that. Um, Just like big, like it's kind of like as big as you can get in the sort of pop punk world. Gotcha. I actually don't know what, what record label did this come out on? Uh, Side One Dummy, which oh, collapsed okay. uh, several years ago. Rip. So this is like probably one of the few, the last releases. It might have been, yeah. Uh, here's Sideline the headline. thing was a whole did story. Mi- but did microwave. Caused- yeah. <laughs> did yeah. microwave ruin side one dummy? No. Did they put aluminum <laughs> in the microwave? <laughs> there you go, James. Yeah, I, feel like I've in- lots of dad jokes I feel like I've inspired James. you to. Well, let's stop your joke. Yeah. No. All right. Um, back on track. Yeah. Whose turn let's, is it? Let's go round table. Um. James, you seem eager to go, so I'm going to go with Hannah. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, me? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so overall, I liked this. Um, Ooh, some I hesitation. didn't love it. <laughs> um, no, I liked it. Like, it's an easy album to listen to. Like, I'll throw it on whenever. Um, you know, I like pump, pop punk. Um, so, I mean, I overall liked the instrumentals. You know, I didn't think they were all, like the most inspiring or unique mm-hmm. thing I'd heard. Although they did have their moments where I was like, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall for me, like I just could not get into the lyrics really. Um, I mean, some songs I liked more than others, um, sure. but overall just like don't really connect to the lyrics too much. I mean, not unlike, not as bad as like a bl- blood brothers. <laughs> level. <laughs> sure. Um, but just like kind of the vibe of them is like, not really like the type of emo that I, usually go for but you know it's a fun album to listen to i yeah i'd heard of this band before but i had not like really listened to them so right right i I, I do agree with you there that's one of the the main reasons i like this album is like it's one you can just put on and like Mm -hmm. what it legitimately like like you said it's just a fun album yeah it's kind of like jam too and yeah yeah for sure all right what about you james i liked it thought it was um 
like decidedly inoffensive, unoffensive, <laughs> whatever that <laughs> word for it is. Um, I feel like they're they're fans of emo bands. I thought, thought it was like a well executed album, well recorded. Sounds really, really like produced, you know. Where was it recorded? And it sounded like it's it was self recorded and produced, so I actually mm-hmm. don't know. Which is actually they recorded it with the um. I looked at this up a little bit. It's with yeah. the cousin of one of the people in the band has gotcha. a oh, recording okay. studio in Atlanta. They gotcha, recorded gotcha. it with him. And That's I, th- cool. I thought I remember thinking throughout it, like one of my first takeaways was like it sounded like somebody had a lot of fun with the drum sounds on it like they were yeah. just screwing around song to song yeah. so yeah that's my start that's my take i guess i'm up um, that's all you i'm fairly similar to hannah uh there were things i liked about it things i didn't like about it and and i think the things i didn't like about it were kind of more thematic uh and whatnot this if i just ignore the lyrics and everything and just listen to the music you know it's not it's definitely within the realm of like music that I like and that kind of thing. And I agree that the drum sound is very, very good on this album. I like it a lot. A lot of like, I don't know how to describe it, that like papery reverb Mm -hmm. that like, just like, like i don't know i thought it was a little yeah, weird on one of the songs like i think it might be the last song well they like overly well, yeah, processed yeah, the drums on that song purpose. yeah there's a yeah, few a few times the gate, where they kind of it's got like that super high threshold on the gate and it just uh the, the snare just disappears all of a sudden and i'm expecting I think it they're to just compressing out. it a lot yeah yeah, I mean, that's probably what it's, I don't know. But anyway. So you guys mentioned the lyrics a lot. Do you guys want to talk about any particular thing lyrically that... Um, yeah, what, what tends to just, like, not really vibe with me is, like, just the, OMG, I'm so nihilistic, like, uh, like, I just am so self-destructive, you know, like... Mm. Just, like, all the things about, like, drinking and drugs, which... And it, like, like I'm not, not against, not, yeah. but like I don't know. even like you know I don't even I wouldn't say that like oh you know I'm it's not like I'm coming at it from some perspective where it's like I don't think this should be people shouldn't talk about drugs and music that's bad <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> it's more just like I don't know the the attitude something about the attitude is like just it's a little like tiresome or I, I think they're just kind of like a a stoner band honestly a little bit like yeah. you can kind of you, you can kind of tell it's it feels like sort of I like, mean if you like, if you read interviews with them, I don't know. The guy just seems to be like really, really into being nihilistic and saying that like mm-hmm. nothing matters. And, like at he doesn't all. believe and in love and like. It's like okay, that's fine. You know, like I guess there's you know, I'm sure you can sketch out an argument as to why that's true, or but like I don't know. It just seems like such a like uh, just a tiresome way to go through life. <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong. Do you like the lyrics? You said you liked the simplicity of the lyrics, which I don't disagree with that. Like, yeah. I, I did like some of like that so aspect of I, it. Yeah, I actually really like the lyrics, so I was just curious to see what you guys disliked. But, I mean, I don't I, know. What, James, what did you have to say? You know, 
from I didn't hear, I didn't go and read all of them, so I, I, there's things I missed. So, but yeah. I I didn't think it was like bad. I thought like I didn't necessarily relate to a lot of it. It just sounded like a kid, you know, like yeah, a college yeah. kid or something. Yeah, I don't think the lyrics are actually. Nec- I don't think they're bad lyrics. Like I actually think they're decently written lyrics, and and like yeah. he does some interesting things with the lines and and yeah. word choices and just construction of the lyrics. It's just sort of like. I just don't really identify with them. Right. I just, I, I felt the, like they sort of, um, I, I like veiled, there's like this veiled celebration of like poor qualities in a person right. or something. Yeah. And I don't really like <laughs> see the, the, um, attraction to that, but, um, sure, sure. Because I'm perfect. So, yeah, no, I understand. I understand. We're all perfect and no one, happy no one can have, have fun. Lives. I get it. No, no fun. Um, I mean, I, so that being said, much fun on the album. If you read the lyrics, he's not having much fun. He's describing a very sorry existence. <laughs> and I think he would be the first to admit that. Like, Sure. He's talking about the aftermath of the fun. Yeah. That's true. Um, I mean, I, I just think the, the beginning lines of Liderless are like some of the most relatable. If I can get this hanger As someone who's, as someone who got to know the campus police officer at my school because I locked <laughs> my keys in my car once a week. Yeah. Not even joking. Jeez. Like he would drive me to the back of the school. We would break into my car together, <laughs> and I would uh, just say thank you and then see you next week. How can I ever repay you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a couple ideas, Zach. <laughs> Uh, where's this going? It's taking a dark turn. <laughs> Cue the music. Um, Lyrically, I actually think Roaches, the first song. I like the lyrics yeah, on that song, and I think I it's too. one of the best songs on the album. Yeah, it, um, there's I really also- liked it as an intro. Roaches yep. is something that um, he writes a lot about. There's a, a couple other songs where he mentions roaches in them. Like it's kind of like a, a callback to Stovall. Hmm. Gotcha. So um, we're yeah, we're sort of like, like crapping all over it right away. <laughs> Even though, well, you you started off by saying you guys liked it, so that's 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 a plus for me. Yeah. So overall, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Overall, it reminded me of All Get Out. I agree. Okay. With that. Yeah. <laughs> this was Some I actually almost others, picked an like, get out, but I feel like I know Kyle a little bit, so I didn't want to pick them. So Yeah, I feel like his voice sounds a lot like all get out it is at similar, times. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I like the lyrics on Roaches. Um in Lighterless. I mean I didn't like I thought some of the lyrics were good, but I mm-hmm. was kinda like eh. But I did like um the like specificity of like a lot of the lines, just like the thing about like the IKEA <laughs> dresser like missing pieces yeah. or something yeah like, i thought that was nice Cloudy CD case off the side. Dresser from my Kia that I, can't get right. Got a missing pieces. I don't know like a lot of the lyrics like i was just like dang i would really hate to be the person that this is about <laughs> what are you are you talking about like a whimper or like uh um or dull maybe i wrote that about dull but yeah yeah yeah, Dole, it's just like a sad song if you... A whimper, too. Yeah. If you just, like, peel back and think about but what that's you about. You mentioned it earlier, like, he, he uh, lyrics aside, like, 
really catchy stuff. I mean, yeah, I thought mm-hmm. like the vocal imp- performances were pretty good across the album. Yeah, impressive. Yeah, agreed. That was one of my things I liked too. Like, I thought that he has like a pretty emotional voice and mm-hmm. that he like does a good job of just like conveying like different emotions with his voice. Um, but, and I guess that actually is kind of similar to all get out. Cause I think all get out is like that too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Nathan has a, an amazing voice and I'll get out. Yeah. Just but like it, can do a lot of interesting things, which is it. weird, but yeah, I've seen some, um, I hope Nathan isn't listening to this, but I've seen like YouTube comments that like, have really hated on Nathan's voice and I'll get out for some reason and said, it sounds like me without you. And I was like, mm-hmm. like what, <laughs> what are you guys listening to? <laughs> I mean, it does have like a ragged edge to it at yeah, times, which sure. is kind of like what I'm getting at with like the emotional, you know, yeah, delivery. It, right. Um, so I don't know if you're like a, a vocal coach reacting to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, please delete all those videos from the internet. Um, so, one thing when I listened to this back, knowing that I picked it, I was wondering what you guys felt about like every song kind of had like a lead or a solo, and I was mm-hmm. like, is that right. going to be t- too cheesy? Like, is James going to that in my cheesy? notes? You know, lots of guitar heroism. I would have liked it to be a little like more unique, but I still appreciated that it was there. I guess got. I think it got the hammer was struck down on it on the last "I Wish I Could Skateboard" album. (laughs) Was not just on the guitar center ones. Yeah, on literally one part was taken off, and you still got to do like, (laughs) and it was definitely the right move. And you still got to do like the discussion's over, guys. It's over. Yeah, but but I mean, like done after my point. Yeah, but in the context of this album, like, did you enjoy? I liked it. I, I thought it was cool. I, I, okay. I thought the guitar, I thought they did a good job of like getting a g- good guitar tone. Yeah. Across the album, like it's always impressive to me when you get a good distorted guitar tone. I thought it meshed really well with the drums and the bass. Everything sounded really yeah. f- heavy and full. It's almost like to its detriment because I feel like it sounds really overproduced almost, you know? It, yeah, it's weird because it's like, I mean, I guess it's not entirely self produced, but like mostly. And it kind of, it's kind of weird that. Normally, the way those turn out is, like, well, in the case of, like, Manchester Orchestra, when they did their first self-produced, it, like, the drums sounded like they were in another room and were turned down all the way, and it, like, ruined the album for me. <laughs> so, I mean, this is, like, I would say a success I was thinking for, like, like a, if I was engineered. I, I, the impression I had was that this was, like, a smaller band. And yeah. I thought, like, man, if, if, if we went in the studio and recorded this, I would be stoked, you know? Like, that sure. feeling you get when you get, get done with it and you hear it, and it's, like, came out. I think they were small when this came out, but this album actually like got them a lot of good notoriety. Um, yeah. Just but, to uh, be clear, the the guitar heroics on the Oish Against Skateboard album probably did need to be edited out. But <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so one of my other favorite tracks, aside from Roaches, was Homebody. What really? did you guys think of that one? So here's what I'll say just to, about that album. I feel like album. that was like one of the catchiest ones. I feel like the album should end at Whimper. I feel like 
from the first song to whimper is perfect. <laughs> and then I was like, those last two songs like feel, like, two. feel like B-sides <laughs> to me. So I think Dang. that's interesting that like, I, I think Homebody's okay. I just like, mm-hmm. when I listen to the album and it, when it ends on those drums and whimper, like that, I'm like, that's a great outro mm-hmm. for an album. There you go. And then it starts, uh, is the next song Homebody or is that the one after that? Yeah, it's the next one. So that's the one about the hot sauce and beans? Yes. <laughs> I love that line. It actually took me a long time of listening to that that song to actually catch that line is like, I can eat, I can stomach Im- anything with hot sauce on it. I don't yeah. know why, like I... It, just that line I never paid attention to, but I, mm-hmm. that's a yeah, I that's a that great line. I thought that this one was one of the most like all good out sounding yeah, ones yeah. vocally. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I would think agree it's with catchy. That. I like the instrumentals, and I wrote that I don't mind the lyrics. <laughs> 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 so, um, and then I actually liked the last song too. Wrong, like I liked the like processed drums mm-hmm. um, that it like goes to. I thought that was cool. Yeah. My favorite track is probably Neighbor. I like that one. Yeah. Nice chunking. Yeah, it, it does. And that's the first time in this album that I was like, this sounds exactly like... It really got burn. me going with that heavy, that heavy riff came in. Yeah, you know? it comes in. It's real heavy. Like, that's like a that's a good, like, wall it's to easy. Ears. It's easy. Really got me. Stop going. laughing. Stop laughing. <laughs> it's easy. That's all you have to do. Just palm mute some notes and I'm in. <laughs> neighbor that you try to That entire song has like, I like the lyrics in the entire song, like every line of that song. There's that one one line that's like, this is the life Tito says inside your pool with his arms stretched to the side. I don't know. That's just and like that's the drummer. I like yeah, from yeah, it is the drummer. It just like paints such a like vivid picture of like. I like that. Yeah, I thought that line. Just some dude touch. in your. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the song actually, there's like another. Here's like a personal story related to the song. It reminds me of my friend Edgar's birthday. <laughs> um, we went bar hopping in Debellum. Yeah, he he actually t- messaged me today as he as he was listening to the Unicorns episode, saying that he loved it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we Lo- used to listen the episode or the album loved both because <laughs> we used to listen to that album together, like going to the only 24 seven, uh, fast food place in our small little town of like 2000 people. Um, so that, that brought him back, but, but neighbors, it like, it's almost like exactly like his birthday party a couple of years ago mm-hmm. where we were like bar hopping parked like forever away. And like couldn't find our car. I lost my wallet that night. Um, 
all, all sorts of fun things, but like, it just reminds me of that night of like, <laughs> well, on this song, I just wrote brother needs to invest in a lanyard or something for real. Cause like this was the second song on the album that he's like lost or like lost his keys in the car, lost his wallet. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That, I was, uh, buy the proper tool for the job. Dude, Unprepared. I, I was, uh, in a band with the dude previous to our escapades and, uh, Every time we were getting ready to leave somewhere, he could not find his wallet or his key. <laughs> Every time. Is he listening? No. And I, I oh, just, okay. it's just like, dude, it's not, just put it in one place or like a couple yeah. places that it would usually be. Patrick's pretty bad about leaving my wallet in random places. Yeah, yeah. we just like yeah. frantically a couple times a week are looking for his wallet. I, or something or like the capo, just like a random <laughs> item. The capo is probably worse than the wallet, dude, but you're like, looking for your wallet more. Mm-hmm. never fails it's always like, somewhere I get yeah. home, and our man. house is very small so it doesn't take so long, but you're making fun of him but this is a very relatable song <laughs> because everyone loses their wallet yeah well no, like i said i'm perfect relatable. i don't lose stuff it's always sure. people around me so yeah that's right <laughs> um yeah there's also the line of like the neighbor that you try to ignore but you you wave to because i'm waving for my porch that's like the final line um mm-hmm. i also love that line because i feel like i'm that neighbor where like i don't <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, we moved in, you know, six months ago and I've spoken to one neighbor that lives around here, but I'm still like, like wave and I'm like (laughs) barbecuing again Eh, every Sunday. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The first time, the first time we moved into our house in our neighborhood, I remember I met the neighbor in my backyard. His name was Mike. And then there was nobody living in the house next to us. And then the house next to theirs though, that neighbor came and said hello. and, And his name was Mike. And I was like, this is like exactly what I assumed being in a neighborhood would be like. like <laughs> just got the mics Everyone's around me away. and yeah. <laughs> sidewalks and old people judging my yard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got some unsolicited yard advice um, the other day, too. So, yeah, that's that. You're not wrong. Just make it look like you're making an effort and they'll leave you alone. That's right. Um, so what about the song uh, Vomit? How do you feel about Vomit? Love the breakdown. See, okay, so I thought it was cool uh, musically. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's the one where he like screams. More. I thought the, yeah, the scream vocals. leading into the breakdown was like Chino from Deftones. That was something he would do. <laughs> Which I don't so, expect any of y'all to know about, but that's something. No, we listen. We all listen to Ohms. But a quick aside about the album after this is they went a little too Deftones in that album. Mm-hmm. So I, I was kind of disappointed, but it actually has grown on me, and I like it a lot. Because you're a big Deftones guy now. Because I'm a huge Deftones guy. I'm Ohms <laughs> album of the year. We need <laughs> to. We need to have a retrospective on the albums we've covered. Like, have you we changed should. your opinions on anything? Editing these anything? albums has made me like like or dislike them more like editing the episodes so sick uh but what, okay what i'll say jessica and i went down to austin for a couple of days like yeah on a little vacation and we were talking about this album uh as i was listening to it down there and i i got to whimper and i was like hannah's gonna hate these lyrics and uh and i was like james is gonna love the breakdown and vomit those are the two things i told her uh <laughs> well, we, I can... james and i were making predictions about everyone <laughs> oh, really yeah. i can like get her in here to, to testify but yeah that's exactly what i said not on this, <laughs> record, not on this. <laughs> yeah and we were saying that could be a new segment where we like predict each other's reactions yeah, yeah. we we definitely we could just... make a 
podcast drinking game. You, know? <laughs> you don't drink, so that's not really fair. You know, I'll uh, get some, some Dr. Pepper or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah, drink. Should do a drinking game, with Dr. Pepper. <laughs> He's very no caffeinated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, vomit. Vomit's cool. Like, and lyrically, it's kind of interesting because it's just a couple of lines that he sings, and then there's a breakdown where he just screams those same lines. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the person this was about either. Same. And it's one of those things where, like, I'm not even sure this is about, like, someone he's, like, romantically interested in. Right, yeah. It could just be, like, a shitty shitty friend, you know? Because he's, like, Mm -hmm. it's someone who parties too much, and he's, like, Mm -hmm. I'm actually done with this. Like, you know, says, I don't want to hold your hand, and I don't want to hold your hair, or whatever. Right. Um, And then he's, like, I'm going to fill up your sink and (laughs) pull out all the drawers. (laughs) Which is just really funny and very petty, but... So, Zach, you said your favorite songs. What about you guys, James? Well. Anything that we haven't talked about? Uh, I liked the little hooky riff on Dole when it comes in. Makes me sick inside. It's really calling you up this late at night. That's what I do. You've been awaiting my turn. Yeah. <laughs> I liked when the heavy riff comes in on Neighbors. I like the breakdown on Vomit. And those are pretty much my favorite songs. I really like the Roaches as an intro song, too. Yeah. I like the album pretty much, like, throughout, but I I could just kind of get lost because it, you know, there's, like, this uniqueness that's not there for me to, like, really get latched onto it or something. Sure. I don't know how else to describe it, but... I could see that. I I, kind of felt similar on my first couple of listens to this album, Um, but it just, like, grew on me. And it, I don't know, it just resonated me with me really well. So I, I, I do definitely see like the, they're maybe not the most unique band, but it's just, it's a fun album to throw on, you know? Yeah. It's still a solid album. Still Patrick, solid. did you have a favorite track that we didn't mention? Uh, not that we didn't mention. Uh, we didn't really talk about uh, the piece of vomit that I like though. I mean, I'm just kind of a sucker for the like emo twinkles at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Oh yeah. That's nice. There's, yeah, there's a couple of moments in there that, like, aren't even maybe that, like, prominent of just kind of, like, a twinkly guitar parts um, in this album. But, yeah, that, that, that vomit riff is, is really good in the beginning. Yeah, it's kind of American football. It's like American football LP3. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or something. So another line that I really like in this album is the very end of Busy, where he just screams, you're really not as busy as you pretend to be. Because it all means nothing. All of the words we speak, you're really not as busy as you pretend to be. Yeah, I like that a lot because I, I feel like I need to tell myself that all the time where I'm like, yeah, I, calling out I feel like flaky I, friends. Right. I, and I'm probably one of those, but like, a lot of times when I'm just like sitting there, like staring at my phone or just mm-hmm. like <laughs> staring at the wall and I'm like, I can't do anything. I got to spend two hours staring at the ceiling, counting tiles. Like <laughs> you're really not as busy as you pretend to be. Yeah. 
I mean, it's kind of true. You can kind of like work yourself into like a tizzy or something, but yeah. it's like, it's good to take a step back and be like, okay, like what really matters? Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys are I think about. also the line is, is getting at, um, you know, this standard excuse of, oh, I'm so busy. I can't hang out or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Which, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of like become a meme a little bit to just be like, it's just an easy thing you can say if you want yeah. to get out of something. I also, uh, in this in the same song, I thought the line was a little different when he says, um, I'll find new ends to replace the loose ones because cutting ties is easier than learning not to tie them up. I thought it was learning not to tie them up, and I actually thought mm. that was a better line, but what do I know? Right. <laughs> learning, yeah. Not versus not. Yeah. That's just a little critique. I'm, I'm his editor. I'm going to send him some revisions. It would have been better. Some notes. <laughs> notes from the producer. Yeah. So, Zach, you mentioned the previous album to this, the one with the really, really bad album art. Yes, the <laughs> really... Um, uh, dude, speaking of that, this is the worst album art we've had on the on the podcast so far. We'll get to I it. I love this album art so much. It's I don't got, it's dislike the, it. It's the, be- it's the Beach Boys pet sounds. It's yeah, just like, right. It's an homage to that, which... All right, bro. We we get it, you know. You're you're just sad that you didn't think of it yourself. So no, I no, I get it. I get it. You just you're Anyways, not. But so <laughs> that album, Sorry. I did just edit all to. the edit all the the pettiness that I'm. Please, no, please edit it out. Bro. Okay, but, so you listen to Stovall. I listen to Stovall. Okay, um, you, and I mean, I felt similarly to it about this one, except like I really, really hated the lyrics like so much more. Yes, I agree. Stovall Very is. Bad. Much more pop punk and much more like immature than this album. The lyrics were very immature. There's a lot. I would say some of the songs are really good though. But Mm -hmm. if you go "Death Is a Warm Blanket," I don't like the music as much, but the lyrics are a little better. So okay. Actually, the best two songs they ever did. uh, There's a "Keeping It Up" EP that came out before "Death Is a Warm Blanket" called, or or, sorry, with Georgia on my mind and "Keeping It Up" or "Keeping Up," and. I was really sad because, like, I heard those songs before their next album came up, and I was like, this band is going to be huge. And then they were like, no, these are, like, B-sides that we didn't like. And it's, like, legitimately the best <laughs> stuff they've ever written. So Yeah, I didn't, didn't listen to those. So <laughs> I will. Um, an- like, one moment I really like on this album is in... Um- so Drown has this, like... It starts off with that, like... Looped guitar. Like, that... In the whole song, like... It's kind of interesting because it like builds and builds and builds. And then at the end, it kind of strips down to just like bass and drums. And I really like the way that sounds when it comes in. It's just like vocals and then like a like a really distorted bass and then just like a tom and snare beat. I think anyone can really get me with a tom, like a tom beat, especially like a, just like a tom snare beat with with a bass riff. That's like the keys to my heart right there. That's all you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> and a dirty bass tone. So, yeah. <laughs> well, they did it for you. Yeah. That w- that was my note. That's always like oh, bass tone. A little bit of that Doug Pinnock sound. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I thought you guys were going to say that. Drink up. <laughs> Wait, so is the drinking game anytime someone predicts someone else's? I meant to text no, you, no but I was. No idea. <laughs> I, for, I forgot what bass player it was, but I was reading a bass player's like interview 
where they were talking about their favorite bass players and uh, Doug Pinnock was their influence. That's what's up. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Let's remember go. what band it was, though, is the problem. So now I, I can't like re- recommend them to you. But You could just guess a yeah. band and I it mean, might be true. Every band's favorite band is... I've heard... <laughs> I've heard King's X bassist loves Doug Pinnock. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he might have <laughs> with that. I think he struggles with that. Yeah. Anyway, I thought this guy's voice reminds me of somebody. Reminds me of somebody. Yeah. Origami Angel guy. Who it, who it is. He reminds me a little bit of, mm. of Ryland from Yeah, Origami I can see Angel. that a little bit. Yeah, I hadn't hmm. thought of that, but... Haven't listened to that. It's worth it. Yeah. It's a good band. Yeah, they're cool. Um, so Patrick, we already kind of alluded to it, but you wanna hit this album art for us? Sure. Yeah. So the album art is kind of a vintage style, like James alluded to, I guess, um with his Beach Boys comment. Uh the band is on the front. It's the four members of the band standing in front of a red brick wall. Uh they're sort of in a in a line going backwards. They're all kind of hugging up on each other in a kind of a cutesy way they all have like big smiles and just like they're kind of like um dressed in a sort of i don't know 70s vintage way or something like that um mm-hmm. a lot of kind of have like, yeah. their hair styled that way as well um and Except then for the, above, the drummer's hairstyle is just uh yeah <laughs> no hair and then at at the top it says microwave much love and it has all the tracks listed out kind of like a little bit of a vintage thing as well and it's on Spotify, at least, it's got, like, the fake um, vinyl wear, like, circle on it as well. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought that was supposed yeah, to be, like, a that. sun, like, a sun no. thing. Yeah, oh, it's lens like flare. Vital. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. No, it's, it's definitely supposed to be the vinyl yeah, it wear looks like, tear thing yeah, from, like, you know, getting yeah. stacked up or whatever. Gotcha. It's a nice-looking album cover, I think. James doesn't like it, but... Uh, I love it. Not I think fair. it's an inviting album cover. I think I, I guess it's, I just... what, it's what drove me to listen to it over, like, once I... After I listened to Stovall and was like, maybe I should check out it's this new album. It's a little bit goofy for sure, but yeah. like, it's kind of the charm of it. I feel like, yeah, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I always think of it as like, as an opportunity to do something cool. And like, let's just put a picture of ourselves on there. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know why I'm thinking that this time. Maybe it's just, I mean, sure. Yeah, it wasn't the most no. experimental album cover. Sure. When I listen to the album, I just don't think it but, sounds I mean, there's like plenty what the cover of examples is. Like, of cover it's sort of a tie to the that, album yeah. at all to me. I'm surprised that we never spoke at all about the whole... There's like, if you read anything about this band, like literally every single article of us is about how the singer was a Mormon and then uh, left oh, no. Mormonism. And that's like what all these lyrics are about, basically. I just I did like not know that a second ago and saw that. And oh, okay. Interesting. You didn't know that, And I was like, I don't know. No, I didn't know that. So what what did you discover about the? Um, I mean, so he like he's from Georgia, and I guess he did his Mormon mission trip in California or somewhere mm-hmm. in the western part of the United States, I think. And I think during that process, kind of like started to lose his faith or whatever. And then yeah. when he came back, he basically started the band and kind of he started just living more recklessly and sort of like kind of of did this sort of stereotypical thing of like well i used to be a mormon like kind of rule follower and now i'm gonna just go crazy and like party and do drugs and everything like yeah and that does make sense if you listen to stovall there's a lot of biblical references that i just Mm -hmm. thought that was like maybe this was like a, a christian band at some point um that you know maybe it changed but 
that that does make sense because it's not like it's not like an anchoring point of like the lyrical themes of Stovall, but there's just like mansions in the sky is about like going to heaven, you know. So seems like we've had a lot of bands on the pod so far that have some sort of difficult relationship with religion. I mean, that's a common theme Kings as X. a human, you know. Girls, yeah, maybe maybe just the three. <laughs> <laughs> It's not an uncommon theme in music. Yeah, for sure. Any other straight thoughts on the album? Um, the only thing is, like, like I mentioned Whimper earlier, and I feel like that should be the end of the album. I know it's cheesy, but, like, when that guitar riff comes in at the end of Whimper, like, I just love that part. Like, it's one of those things where, like, you know, like, like, like you know, like, when you're watching... The solo at the end, you're talking Yeah, about? it's like, you know, when you're watching a rom-com and they, like, get together in the end, and you're like, that's not mm-hmm. gonna surprise me, but, like... Oh yeah, the riff comes back, but heavier. Sure, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'm I'm for that. You know, <laughs> like it. It does kind of sound like an album closer. Exactly. Yeah, but it's you know it's like nothing about that is surprising. But for some reason, it like it just makes me turn the music up and drive faster <laughs> when I'm listening to that part. Nine and ten should have been the Japanese release bonus tracks. Sure. Yeah. There you go. Well, they're two of my favorite ones. So. <laughs> i remember enjoying the last two tracks uh I didn't yeah think they, i don't think they're bad. they're bad i just think like the way that like one through eight or seven flow like is just perfect you know and the last two were just like okay cool you know this Definite is a drinking game item is is discussing how we could have made the album shorter yeah that's <laughs> honestly i mean that's that's it's what i do though it's like anytime i talk i'm just like this album should be shorter so <laughs> yeah so anyone want to do their their little uh summary or oh we got to do our our summaries yeah do we need to james act like you've been here before yeah <laughs> i'm <laughs> I'm, is, I'm being i'm preoccupied with what i forgot i was gonna say this earlier. is our 20 something episode <laughs> what did you want to say earlier i don't know i can't remember can't remember uh, what it had to do with well, i'll, I'll go know. i'll just go first you've lost your right to it's not james has to go last because it's his pick is next so <laughs> okay. um okay fun album inoffensive not gonna break any barriers not gonna not gonna break new ground but fun to listen to that's all i'll say if you like uh if you like music if you like long walks on the beach (laughs) if you like pizza if you like pizza yeah it's like that (laughs) you don't like walking back to your car (laughs) if you if you don't know where your wallet is if you need to uh, break into your own car and get your car keys, this is an album for you. If you've you. ever vomited. If, yeah. <laughs> if you've ever uh, soaked hot dog buns in beer. <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. It's like in uh, like food eating contests, how they like soak the buns Yeah, they, they dip the buns and just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I can go next. Um, so I enjoyed the album, but... Overall, the vibe is just a little bit off for me, so it's not something that I'm, you know, super into. Sure. But I enjoyed it. It's almost like overly masculine in a way or something <laughs> that I don't sure. identify with. Patrick. Past turn. One cent summary. Um, it's a good incarnation of a slickly produced emo pop punk post-hardcore album, so if you're into that stuff, you'll find something to like. That was well done. Can I just have copy and paste his answer? Okay, ditto. Uh, it's a good album. It's like, it's a nice homage, a nice love letter to present day 
the last like decade of emo bands maybe maybe 15 years <laughs> i feel like i don't know and uh it's very well executed uh speaking of things that we like james uh you gotta you gotta pick for next week or uh or what i hope it's one we're gonna like yeah um i have narrowed it down it was tough <laughs> poor hannah every week every time this happens <laughs> Um, I got to taste test many <laughs> albums. It was like the only non-work stuff I've been able to do in work hours in a long time. And it's, it's been still busy. like work it's related, really busy, right? So it's a nice, nice little break for a bit. But we're going to listen to Black Bear by Andrew Bell. Okay. It's a little different from anything we've done so far. Yeah, yeah. A lot different. It'll be fun. And Mallory's going to be on the podcast. Is that right? Sweet. Sweet. Is that true? It's true. Hell yeah. Hell it's yeah. true, yeah. That's it. That's the end. If you've made it this far, you're a true champion. Thank you for listening. Email us at clubclub at hardaudiocables.com. Next week, we're listening to Black Bear by Andrew Bell. Send us your review. And if you'd like to follow Zach on Instagram, it's thecookiemonster258. If you'd like to follow Hannah and Patrick, it's at I Wish I Could Skateboard. If you'd like to follow Hard Audio Cables, it's at Hard Audio Cables. Thanks a lot. We'll see you later. Have a great week.